Hello and welcome to Three Men and a Big Baby, your new weekly podcast in which four friends say the biggest bugbears, gripes and grievances from the last seven days. Each one of us will have the chance to get the gremlin from our chest before we vote to find out which three are thoroughly justified in their frustrations and find out who has been voted as this week's big baby. And of course, there'll be an opportunity for you to share your stresses with us too. So, on with the show! You know what oh, I don't I hate like? That. Oh, oh, yeah, I hate don't that. really like that. gets on my oh, nerves. You know so really annoying. Gets on my oh, nerves. yeah, I don't like that. Stop being a big baby. Yay. Hey, hello everyone. Hello. Another podcast. And welcome. Hello. Episode 18. 19? 18 or uh, 19? I think it's number 19, isn't it? Unlucky for some. Is that what they say? Is that 19? It's episode number 19. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. We should probably do something special for our 20th episode then. Street party. Everyone's invited. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to cause any problems, is it? The more yeah. the merrier. <laughs> But everyone has to be real close. What can we do special a special twentieth? What can we do for that? I don't know. We'll have this nice, a nice video mm. chat. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, let's think of something really good. Amazing. As long as it's not a quiz. Yeah, I'm quiz <laughs> now. Um, I'm wearing a uh, a onesie because it's my uh, big baby outfit. Do you know what I think? Oh, I'm... Right. I made you show us that with the power of my mind. I was just thinking to myself, I wonder who made your hoodie? Because it's like some weird future camo, and then suddenly you just stood up and showed it to us. Yeah, it's my it's my big big baby uh, onesie. Oh, the zip is scratching on my headphones and making a funny sound. Did you buy that so, yeah. for this week's pod? No, no, no. I I've had this for a while. It was a Christmas present a couple of years ago. What's the What's the brand? Uh, it's called Say Normal and One Piece. It's like a collaboration thing. <laughs> I'm voting for you at this week. <laughs> oh. Well, um, I guess I start because I am the big baby, and I've uh, <laughs> I've sold out. I have sold out this week, and I've gone for something that I know annoys everybody, but I just don't want to be the big baby again. So if you guys vote for me again with this as my gripe, then I feel like there's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, quite topical after recent events. So my gripe this week is poor internet connection. And I, I'm not talking about Wi-Fi. Because poor Wi-Fi is very different to poor internet. Because obviously you could have whatever good internet coming into your house, but if you've got a really bad router or if you've got things interfering with your Wi-Fi, that's very different. But it's when service providers are providing bad internet connection. In this day and age, everyone should be able to have good internet. I should not be recording a podcast over a, a Zoom call and not be able to, to talk to you guys due to bad internet. Now, I have done some research. I haven't come to this completely empty-handed. This is this is a, some interesting facts. Of a, a survey of 20,000 people in the UK, 98% of them have complained of having some kind of connection issues with their internet. Now, I know in Australia, if people, and this isn't just like house internet, I'm talking about if you've got internet on your phone, like data 
services and things like that. In Australia, if people have even the slightest loss of connection, then they will just refuse to pay their bills. Like they, they, they have zero tolerance. Whereas in the UK, everyone's just like, oh, it's just bad internet. That's just how it is. But it shouldn't be like that because we're paying for a service and they're not providing it. Um, and I, I, I don't really know what more I can say. Everyone's had issues with the internet. Well, what, mm. what I would say is this. Um, if, you, if you're accessing a site that's hosted in, say, the United States, you're getting that information instantly via a cable that's under the sea. Like, that's pretty cool that that can happen. And if that goes wrong, like, fix it yourself. You can't, can you? <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about the, the, the local service, the bandwidth. So it's not about what I'm trying to access. It's how they're, how they're sending it to me. So what, what I, know, I, know, I know in other countries, like, they don't have as much, to, like, issues with the internet just dropping out and poor signal and things like that as we do here. And I feel like the UK needs to catch up because we pay for it, but we're not getting it. Is yeah. it, well, what you're saying, is the UK particular? is it much worse than other countries then? You're saying as that? far as I'm aware, yeah. I know, obviously, Asia are, like, leaps and bounds ahead of us. Um, but they are sort of technologically ahead of us in most aspects. So I'll sort of give them slight benefit of the doubt. But um, we're, we're meant to be one of the leading powers in sort of like technology and things like that. But we're, we're miles behind, miles and miles mm. behind. Obviously, there's rural areas. And I accept if you live like on a farm in the middle of nowhere, then you're not going to have as good a connection as someone that sat right on the hub in wherever it is. But... I feel in a built-up area on the outskirts of London, I should be constantly getting at least 100 meg coming into my house. Isn't one of the main problems the fact that you do live in a built-up area on the outskirts of London? So if they do want to make changes, they've got to effectively stop traffic down a road. Whereas, like you say, in Australia, there's, the houses are a lot further apart because they've got a lot more space. So they can just dig off a section of the road and just divert traffic, and it's not that Maybe. much of an issue. Maybe. And that's where you yeah. are. And because it's such a new thing, it's not like that infrastructure was there when they built the houses. But I feel like they're constantly replacing the infrastructure. Why don't they just do it right the first time? Because so much it's, it's forever. It's always evolving, I suppose, isn't it? It's just constantly. Yeah, I suppose it doesn't help with all these people burning down five G towers as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's the only yeah. way to beat Corona. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think yeah. No, I mean yeah. To avoid sort of going into the what's going on in the world at the moment, but I think yeah, if, if anything the current situation has showed how valuable internet is really and people argue that it's a utility and I could get on board with that that actually it's yeah in in a situation like we're in at the moment it's massively important I um, think in this day and age like like you say you have to incorporate it with your electrics and your gas and your water like your internet connection if your electrics was cutting out every like couple of hours or if you suddenly didn't have water for a few hours like every now and again like people wouldn't stand for it. Yeah, but so like, why? Not, I don't think internet's as vile as electricity and water, is it? Oh no, I'm not sorry. Like, you'd literally die without yeah. electricity or water. With internet, hmm. it'll be alright. I just don't. Well, I know a few people that might. <laughs> 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 oh no, sorry. I should clarify. I wouldn't say it's as important, but I think it's definitely after. Mm. I think you can make an argument that after those, obviously, basic essentials, it's the next. It's the it's the most least important thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. After football. Yeah, I, know, I was going to say, you wish you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. 
do you think they're trying to avoid doing so much of an overhaul on it because they know like with 5g coming out eventually there's going to be 6g and that's potentially going to be just as good as a broadband landline so they might yeah, but do you, yeah do you worry though that like yeah, maybe, but but like, if you're BT, but, do you want to spend the money digging up half the streets in the UK to relay all those lines? If you know that in six years' time they're just going to bring out a wireless one. No, I suppose no. But surely, like, I feel like there must be a way of this connection being better without digging up the road. I feel like it's the, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but there must be like better ways of managing the way that the information is transferred or whatever. Or maybe there's to, not. I think it has to go down the wire, doesn't it? Because I just we, think wireless isn't, you know, if you have it in your room, like if you have it in your living room and you're, I don't know, like up in your bedroom, it might be worse. Like they can't just transmit it from a receiver in London and just hope it gets to Newcastle. It's just like not. I'm not, I'm not saying about that they need to transmit it wirelessly, but I think the problems that they have currently might be fixed, not just by upgrading the wire, but by like firmware, like software rather than hardware um, improvements. Like what? Well, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it works. If I knew that, then I would be a, <laughs> an internet saying, technician. I think you're just saying software and firmware in the hope that we go, hmm, that sounds very good. <laughs> well, no, I don't, no, I don't think in, that's going to make any difference at all. No, no, but software is in like the computing side of it rather than the actual cable. But what, what do you mean by that, though? Like, if you took your computer to Australia, Joe, you're saying you wouldn't have as many connectivity issues. What would you mean? I don't understand. Well, yeah, I don't think I would because I'd be connect. I'd be connected to their systems, which are obviously better managed. So it's not, have better it's co- not better cookies and better yeah. <laughs> saying computer words. <laughs> Gigabits. G- Gigabits. Yeah, yeah. And, and and meta tassels. <laughs> um, one of the like biggest upgrades you can get at the moment to your home internet is to get fiber optic, um, mm. and that is only changing the hardware because the data transfer rate down a bit of copper isn't as fast as the transfer rate down but like even even that for example i I've, i read somewhere that when they say to someone in the road that they have a fiber optic connection the fiber optic connection is actually only to their road it's still a copper cable to their house why didn't they run like why don't they run it all the way to the people's houses i appreciate that's now. more it's called, it's called fttp fiber to the premises and oh, do they? they do do that now yeah all oh, right okay that was very very good that's, knowledge. That's what Emma does for a job, and I've had five. Oh, right. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'm actually pretty clued up on the old internet now, mate. So whether it's your DSLs, your FTTPs, your FTTBs, I think that's fiber to the business, I think. Yeah, your I'm, WWWs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your HTTPS. I'm into it, mate. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't know what more I can say, really. Like, I don't know the technical side of it. I just know I don't like it. Yeah. I think one of the tips I've learned actually is that what you should do is with basically all um, websites, they all, you have to remember, it's very important. They all start with www dot and then you put the website name. Okay. As, yeah. long as, you, as long as you remember that, then yeah. That's, that's not true anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm just doing a bit from Gavin and Stacey. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember stuff from TV, can I? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's very annoying when your internet cuts out. I agree. As we all experienced, all of us and all two of our listeners experienced last week. Um, why don't you change provider, mate? Well, as far as I'm aware, um, Virgin are offering the largest bandwidth out of anyone, but it's but recently it's just not it's been no good. That bandwidth's no good if they turn it off, mate. Yeah, tell me about it. I can only hope that the issues I'm having at the moment is through them improving their service. That's what I'm praying for. No That's way. the lie that's been in you. Yeah. <laughs> <Every cloud. laughs>
I've been down your yeah. street. There's, you haven't even got fiber optic cables under there, mate. I've had a look, and there's nothing under there. <laughs> there's nothing at all. It's just string. It's yeah, just, <laughs> it's just I, I've got in in my little box in the wall. There's just one plastic cup, and in in, in the box, <laughs> the, the, the central hub, there's another plastic cup, and there's just a bit of string between the two. That's how it feels sometimes. All right, anyway, we can't, I can't. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't rant on about this for ages. I knew it was going to be a bit of a sellout one. Um, or internet connections. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've written it down. It's going to be. Yeah. It's hard to argue for it, really, isn't it? But yeah. Although <laughs> I think it did make last week's podcast much funnier. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Listening back, it's so funny because there was so much happening at my end that you guys just didn't hear. Like, because obviously you, you've on on the podcast, you just hear what was recorded but there was loads of points of me like swearing and being like oh, can anybody hear me <laughs> and all this kind of stuff and then none of it was on there but yeah lovely stuff all right who wants to go next then uh i know i'll go next i don't mind um mine yeah mine this week my thing this week is um uh i know we liked on the podcast we like to have a few laughs and giggles but i really want to address a societal issue now amongst you know that we've all had to deal with um which is that how how to word it the fact that it's not okay to fart in public um (laughs) (laughs) is the one so uh i don't know there's two people that know me who have to spend the most amount of time with me joe being one and uh, my fiance caroline being the other know that i'm a particularly gassy man um (laughs) and um and uh but the thing is we all do it guys we all do it I'm looking at all, you, all of you now, um, and uh, I just think it's not good for you to hold your farts in. I just think it's actually health-wise, it's not good. And uh, I think on the proviso that you're not doing big, smelly, horrible ones, I think you should be able to fart in public. I think it's um, the thing is, not mate, good. Once you open yeah. the door, you just say you can do it. You can't blame someone if they do do a big, smelly, big ripper. You can't. <laughs> how are they to know before? Yeah, how, how do you <laughs> yeah. know if it's going to be smelly or not? You, well, you I got think, no... I mean... I don't know. I think um, I would. I think I hope Joe would back me up on this. But my farts aren't particularly aren't particularly smelly. They're not Darren Mehol checks. Not no. They're not consistently bad. No, no <laughs> I would give him that um, one. So I think you have a responsibility, you know, to keep hydrated, eat well, exercise, you know, to make cut down on the on the um, on the smelliness of the farts. But um, I think yeah, I just think it's not good for you. If you hold your farts in for sixty years, you're only going to lift of sixty-one. <laughs> what What about if? Um, I, I remember being told by, I think it was, it was a grandparent when I was very young um, that said if I needed to fart, I should go to the loo and do it in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, this is the thing. See, that's what I thought you guys would come back on. The only thing I would say is that I, you can't always make, you can't, it's just not possible. You can't always, they just disappear back up inside of you before, before you can get to the toilet. That's the problem. That's, yeah, that's solved as well, then, isn't it? If it just goes no, back up in no, you for no, later no, on. No, 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 because it's just not good for you. No. Yeah, because where's it going? It's a just your body is saying, look, get this out. We don't want this. Get it out of there. We need to get rid of it. It wouldn't be I've, good to hold in your wee all day or your poo all day. So why is it okay to hold your farts in? I don't think it's okay at all. <laughs> I think if, say, uh, I don't know, six out of every ten yawns stink like shit, <laughs> people would, wouldn't want you to yawn in public either. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like, is, do you think it's the fact that they smell or do you think it's because it's a societal thing that people think that it's rude like if if they smelt but everyone just accepted that like yeah it's fine to fart would people deal with it better or like i think it's just that it, 
isn't pleasant for people. Yeah, well, it, it smells, smells, it smells like it? yeah, like your body's reacting because it's like something that thinks it's gone off, isn't it? No. Well, my, no, mine aren't that smelly though. As it breaks the food just, down, yeah, it? it's just release of gases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but mm. like, what what is it in you as like an animal that makes you go? This smells not a good smell for me. Oh, it's because like, to it's stop just, you from going. Oh, yeah, to stop you going near it. Is your like, body yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. Like, don't don't touch this, don't eat this, whatever. Don't eat this far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, it's it's dangerous. It's a dangerous fume. You need to get it out of you. It's really impossible. <laughs> you could argue <laughs> that it's that a defense. I'm oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, Pardon? no, no, no. You go first. I was going to say, if you think it's that dangerous, then you should be do- you should be doing it somewhere private. You shouldn't be just letting it out in public, mate. Every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, yeah, it could it could yeah. be a defense mechanism. Like you when you feel it? in danger, like a skunk. Yeah. <laughs> so you think then, Dan, if you were mm. working in a very small enclosed space with somebody, and they were just doing that, their most grotesque farts all day, you would just be cool to just sit there and just let that. Well, happen. this is the thing. I don't know. This is what I saw. I would bring it to you guys for you know for a discussion more than anything else. Um, I don't know. I work in a big, a big airy warehouse, so it's it's not that bad. Plenty um, of space for men and farts in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, is, it is that bad at times. <laughs> yeah. It really is that bad. Yeah. So you're you're working um, in the uh, ISS International Space Station or whatever it's called. You you and Tim Beaker up there <laughs> chilling, and he's just letting off rotten egg farts all day long. It's not going to bother you. Well, in previous jobs where I've worked with the public and in you know um, more enclosed spaces, you can't. Yeah, it's sort of frowned frowned upon. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, but you know, after t- I've worked in a previous job where that wasn't acceptable, and um, I didn't do it for many years, and I don't think it was good for me. I don't think it was good for my health, mental or physical. <laughs> Would you- the thing is, it can't it can't be policed. If if everyone that was <laughs> if if everyone did it and it, they were just like, oh, I feel one coming, and they just step away a little bit or just step outside for a moment and do it. That's fine, but you know there's going to be those reckless people that just like they deliberately move closer to someone before they do it, or they well, store not, them I'm up and they adv- drop a I'm, bomb. I'm not advocating for that. Yeah, but you can't police it. Mm. Would you do it at the dinner table? No, no. We've already. Why? I think we've had this. Why would you do it before. at the dinner table? Um, if it's natural, it was, you need to do it. Mm. No, you're right. You're exactly right. Actually, yeah, I agree with you. You should be able to do it at the dinner table. <laughs> it would put. It would put you off. <laughs> it would put you off your food though. Yeah, because it's disgusting and you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> but my body's, I'm not, it's not a conscious decision. I'm not making these consciously. Mate, my body has happen. done some disgusting things in the past, but I'm not doing them at the dinner table. <laughs> it's just not, <laughs> you know, it's not the right thing. Have you yeah, considered charcoal tablets, Dan? Because I heard they're good for... I don't know, I've never heard of that. Right. <laughs> you even said you were like, um, you, 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 your body like gets rid of wee, gets rid of poo. Why can't you get rid of farts? Like both those other things, you go to the toilet for. Mm. Mm. Oh no, yeah, but only because you can hold those. You can relatively, you can hold those. It's not like if you need a wee. By the time you've walked to the toilet, you don't not need a wee anymore. I feel like though, there's some farts <laughs> like that are uncontrollable, but that's like almost when you're ill, like when you have like. A problem with gas that and they would be the same if like if if he had he's diarrhea got a with the internet he's got a problem with gas <laughs> yeah hey that's what this podcast for i'm just like i'm airing my problems <laughs> but i so, think yeah it's a real utility issues <laughs> i feel like you could like it's very rare that you feel a fart a fart comes unexpectedly like as in you can't get away and release it 
Mm. Uh, yeah, sometimes between sitting down or standing up, or if you lift, yeah. if you're lifting something, maybe it just pops out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it is, doesn't happen all the time. This is what I'm saying time. about this is you know the whole human race are secretly sneaking off around the corner to do their farts. Just let's just all agree to do them, and we'll all get on with it. Well, I, I just. Think- Oh. I'd rather sneak off around the corner to do my fart than to smell everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like smelling my own. I don't want to smell other people's. Exactly. But I just my official line is like my thing, and like I just I want to be able to do it whenever and wherever I want, but I just don't want anyone else to do it. But like, that's <laughs> the dream. Like I don't want to be holding it in, but I just don't want to smell anyone else's poo. You know? Yeah, well so, so I suppose yeah. Well the thing is I already live by that rule, that I would I just do it when I need to do it. And, um, it doesn't really work for the rest of us, though, is the problem with that. No, but they only, only have to hang around with two people in close quarters, and that's Joe at work and Caroline at home. And... <laughs> Everyone else can't bear the smell of your farts as well as only two of them left. <laughs> no, I will say, I will say, and Dan's, I'm not going to let him, I'm not going to let people think that he's a big fart. Um, his, his farts aren't actually that bad, to be honest. I'm going sti- to, I'm sticking up for him, man. I wouldn't normally do yeah. that. But just, yeah, they're not oh, yeah, that I know, I'm, 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 I'm sort of thinking about others, really. I'm thinking about others. You just um, want to smell theirs a bit more. <laughs> yeah. You like to compare get, and get contrast. <laughs> no, I just think, yeah, just for other people. I just think it would be a, a nice societal, which maybe it wouldn't. I don't know, all right, let's do an experiment. Uh, like, especially as right now we're all cut, like living in quite confined times. Why don't, for, between now and the next podcast, we just let the farts go. Like, no matter what, you just, if you need to fart, you fart, and then we'll, we'll come back and decide whether it was the right decision in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we all li- we all live with our partners, don't we? <laughs> at home, I would just do it anyway. I think at home's a slightly different thing, right? Like, well, even, e- Go on. Even when if your girlfriend's in there with you. Yeah, I don't think I'm not particularly that flat woman. To be fair, I'm quite lucky in that. In that yeah. Um, but I would just yeah, I just yeah, I think I, I think so. I wouldn't do it if I was making a risotto or something. But if I was, risotto smells like fart anyway. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> Risotto smells like fart. Um, yeah, if I was, I don't know, just on the sofa, I'd maybe do one. Yeah. Probably wouldn't like get up and put my bum in a face or anything. But like, yeah, much. <laughs> but oh. yeah, that's my thing. All right, so farting taboo, I've put down. <laughs> yeah. 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 You want to free the fart? All right. Nice. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, should we do the email section? Yeah. Really? We'll see. Because I forgot. I realised. Really excited to week. see how many emails we've got. I don't. I used to go. It's time for emails. But we'll see. Like, I used to really announce it. In the last few weeks, I've just gone. Oh, yeah. should we do? No, 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 I used to say it's time for will mail with email C. Okay, so now it's time for will mails with email C. Email. Email. emails. This week. We've got no emails. What? <laughs> what? Nobody's emailed oh, us. Come well, on, I know everybody. I've been listening to it. I know. Those people that listen to it, they just want the content and they don't want to contribute. What? No emails today, but presumably they've had a week to do it, so there should be loads in it. There hasn't been a single email since the last podcast went out. What? Not wow. even a single one from Instagram. None of the regular spams. I didn't get any texts. Not even had any spams. No, it's not even a spam. <laughs> Maybe the email's broken. Yeah. Spam. Connectivity Maybe it's issues. from my budget media, yeah. <laughs> I think if Google Mail was down, you'd have heard about it on the news, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a private joke for Will, really. That was, it. Oh, that was a weird thing for Super Art. <laughs> nice, though. It just made me think of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so I won't be reading any emails this week. Oh, it's hurting my feelings. Mm. I refuse. 
Joe told me the statistics. There are listeners. We know you're listening. Yeah. Okay, so what should they do? If they want to get in touch next week, if they want to make amends, Will? Then send us an email. Send Uh, two. Three men and a big baby at outlook.com. All words. Maybe that's the problem. Have I been saying all words? Who can send (laughs) it to to the number three men and a big baby? Maybe. Send them in and uh, we'll we'll read them out. No matter what they say, because we need the emails. (laughs) <laughs> or send in a gripe or if you want to comment on one of our things if you think farts are great let us know I'm surprised that um, what was his name the local troll troll McSlitherbelly oh, we haven't heard what. from yeah, we haven't heard from him yeah haven't heard from him in many many moons that's because mm. he's a fucking coward he would never get in touch <laughs> <laughs> just trying to stir him up you know keep the viper's nest trying to get him out yeah, yeah. alright okay well that's just a shame but next week we're going to have to probably dedicate a whole show just to emails. We're going to get so many, I assume. Probably. When we get back to the usual amount of emails, we'll have to yeah. uh, podcast be four times as long, I think. There was I one assume... week where we actually had too many emails that we actually... Yeah, actually do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. I had to say them up. But remember then Ed left the podcast and we had to start again from scratch and no one wanted to emails anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I remember now. Oh. There's a correlation. And now the Squarespace money's coming in. He's back all of a yeah. sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. like obviously, Instagram will probably crash with the amount of comments that go onto our page after this little rant as well. Well, people have been engaging on the Instagram. Oh, have so they? Could we? Are there any comments? There's no comments, but I did a little survey and people actually got in touch. And they interacted with that. So I know people have been looking at it. I know people are thinking about Three Men and Big Baby. I saw, I saw your survey. Is that a little precursor to your, to your gripe this week? Yeah, it will be. Oh. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think I know what side of the argument you're going to be on. Well, I, think, I actually think maybe I'm not on the side that you think I am. Really? Because I think it's a very, very strange thing to bring up on a podcast if it's the, what, the other way around. Anyway, we'll get into it later. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. But <laughs> do okay, you want to do so, it now? Yeah, okay. Yeah, three men and a big baby at outlook.com if you want to get in touch next week. And do. And all words. All words. Yeah. Or just text us or whatever. Who gives a shit? Right. Well, except, <laughs> except, except the at. The at isn't a word. It's like a little at symbol. It's like an A in its own house, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So a don't snail. Say, yeah, an A snail. Make sure you remember that. The monkey's tail. They call it in Finnish or something, don't they? Yeah. Monkey's mm. tail. Right. My gripe this week is this: um, ITV trying to force Stephen Mulhern down our throats. So um, I don't know whether I can get. I don't know whether you can think of a more concise way of saying that. But my gripe specifically is with ITV, the corporation, trying to sell Stephen Mulhern as a big Saturday night presenter to us. That's my gripe, okay? So it's a bit abstract, but do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The yes. thing I would say quickly, yeah, initially in response is, I agree, I know I don't want that, but I think that they're not trying. I think they have. I think he's been forced down your throat and he's in your stomach and he's presenting TV shows. And well, that, I, I think this, I think that they've gone, we want to try and acclimatise people. I've got a list here of failed Saturday night TV shows that they've tried to do with Stephen Mulhern. Um, oh, wow. I think they tried their best. People have gone, we don't want him because they've cancelled all these shows. And then they've just gone, okay, n- now his thing is he's friends with Ant and Deck and he's on their show instead. And it's like, um, no, we don't want him. Like, and I'm not saying he's not a good presenter or anything. I'm not, I'm not here to, but all I'm saying is the people have spoken and they don't want him because all, these shows would have been successful otherwise. Um, yeah, and now they've just sort of tagged him on as Ant and Deck's sidekick. Do they, do they need one? Like they reach out to can we have a quick reminder, reminder of the shows, sorry? 
Okay, so here's some of them are still going. To be fair, some of them have landed more than others. But um, so this is from a, roughly around 2015. He starts to transition from a kids' TV magician to Mr. Saturday Night. Okay, Stephen so Animal Magic. Yeah, so all that sort of stuff, and there was fingertips and all that sort of stuff that he did in the early sort of like late late noughties, early sort of tens, whatever you want to call it. Um, and even before then, but 2015, that's when they decide. That's when they get this idea that we need a new Mr. Saturday Night. I guess. There have been other precursors like Vernon Kay and a few others that hadn't landed. Anyway, the shows include Reality Bites. Stop me if you've heard of any of these. Reality Bites. Get your act together. Go for it. Pick me. Catchphrase, obviously, will go in. Um, Britain's Got More Talent. That, that, we did that for quite a long time. Um, in for a Penny. That was the one that I saw the other day. That, that's what sparked this all off. Big Stars, Little Star. And then Big Stars, Big Stars. Uh, and that's it. So, and then he's been on Anton Deck since 2016. So, I mean, that's quite a lot of shows. I mean, that's over one a year to get to this point, but some have landed, mm. some haven't. And, and the, the, the catchphrase one, that, that was an established show. You could have stuck yeah, that one on just, there. You, yeah. like, you, can't get, you can't attribute the success to him on that one. Yeah, if you fuck that up, then there's no... Like, if you fuck catchphrase up, then you really are shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he's necessarily... I don't think he's necessarily terrible. I, I just don't think he's got enough charisma to pull off a Saturday night. He's just not missed the Saturday night. That's that. And that's how Steve, I... Stephen Mulhern must be the thickest skinned man on TV. <laughs> For all this stuff to just be tanking every single time. And they're, they're still phoning him going, Stephen, we've got it. Well, this, this next one is going to be absolutely fantastic. It's called Big Fish, Little Fish, whatever that one that said. <laughs> and then he just goes... Big stars, big stars, little star. And he just goes, I'm in. Yeah, this is the one. Let's do it. <laughs> do you yeah, think he's I... just really cheap? They're like, oh, we haven't got much of a budget on this one. All right, Stephen, we've got another one for you. I don't think he can be cheap because I, I don't know. I don't know. I have literally no idea how much it costs to make Pick Me, exclamation mark, the TV show. But I reckon we're talking hundreds of thousands. Well, no matter how cheap he is, there's always someone that will do it for free. Yeah, yeah I suppose. It's Saturday Night Telly. Or maybe just like... Sorry, go on. Ed. Oh. Well, I was going to say, maybe it's the opposite then. Maybe he cleverly signed some contract early on in his career that they've paid him a vast sum of money and he has to do a certain amount of shows that like, they're like, Oh God, we've got to use him again. Like we've got to just get these shows done and we'll get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, maybe he's like the most litigious um, TV presenter out there. And like, he technically, he technically ticks all the boxes. He turns up on time. He smiles. He doesn't fluff his lines. Like he's ultra professional. He does everything right, but he, he just doesn't have that that un, you know undefinable quality that makes him successful but then what are the they going to do yeah. and that'd be a good name exactly, for a show yeah. on saturday night yeah oh, this is it yeah well don't steal it i just can't do that so um, <laughs> um isn't the root of all of the shows that he does like one-on-one interaction with like members of the public because yeah or well not always sometimes it is a celebrity so you've got that big stars little star and as i understand it they get i don't know whoever steve mcfadden who plays um phil mitchell and then they get his son on as well and you find out who's more intelligent, him or his son, sort of thing. All oh, right, okay. So yeah, it's, it's like, like always him, one on one. Yeah. But like, like part of his thing is just like he's got that like that weird, awkward, like nans love it, like chatty, smiley, but a bit on the edge, like character to him, isn't he? Yeah, sort of. But when I was watching that in for the penny the other day on Saturday night, I actually saw it, and like his thing was like almost sort of. Do you remember what Russell Brand and Russell Kane used to be like in about two thousand and seven? And it was kind of like. They were trying to feed off that energy of, I, you literally don't know what they're going to do or say next. 
Yeah. And then, so that's the sort of thing of the show. So the, the, the premise of the show is you pay me one P, right? You're basically placing a bet with Stephen on the street. Stephen comes up to you and it's just always on the street or at the petrol station or something, right? He's really losing it. He's just hanging around by the petrol station now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, I bet you, you couldn't land directly on 30 quid at the petrol pump, right? And then he goes, you have to pay me one P though to enter into the game. So they go, okay. So they give him the one P and if they land on 30 pounds exactly, he pays the petrol, right? But then he'll go, and then but so then that that's that's that. I mean, obviously that's. Well, he, he, he's making enough money off these one pennies that they're managing to finance a show. Well, I don't I don't think the one p's are paying for the show. I, I did it to, that's, a <laughs> that's a lot of people. So because it's called in for a penny, it's like almost like a phrase that people are familiar with. It's just a fucking pun that doesn't work. So they've like shoehorned <laughs> the whole show around this one pun that someone can't with. But There's then he'll go, he'll go Sorry, let's but... get Jamil from the petrol station out here. And then you're supposed to be like, oh my God, he's got Jamil out of the petrol station. It's so obvious, like Jamil's mic up. It's so yeah. forced. It's like, this is all planned, but it's supposed to be like, Stephen's just going to say anything next. And then these people are just going to have to go along with it. And then he goes, eat a donut in two seconds and I'll give you a quid. And it's just like that. And it's like, this is not sure. um, I, I don't know. I don't know this. So I'll just spit, just spit on a hit. I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out like the major shareholder of ITV was called was an old man called like Derek Mulhern and his son. He's just like, oh, my son, he does magic tricks. And um, yeah, he's a lovely, look, love cracking looking dad, look, very smiley. Look, can we not give him, do something with him? Yeah, that is yeah. exactly the kind of character he is, is the CEO's son, like if you had to describe him. And, and, and he's Nick. just been on. Sorry. And no, Nick, go on. Um, on I'm Celebrity, you have a couple of pop cells, Stephen Mulhern, don't they? Do they? Yeah, they make yeah. Like, little jokes where they like invent little, um, I don't know, like fun game shows while live on TV, and they go, oh, "That's another one for Mulhern," and then like do a little <laughs> joke, and then it's back to camp. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Yeah. it's just like that, and I, I'm not really blaming him. Like, if ITV kept saying Joe at Saturday night and his fifty grand to do a three episode run of this show, I would definitely be. I'm not having to go at him for taking them. Um, but I, I just, I don't know why they're so obsessed with him. Like, obviously those shows aren't landing. I've never heard of Pick Me, Go For It, Reality Bites, Get Your Act Together. Like, I've forgotten these shows. I'm sure I must have seen them or advertised at least. But I've forgotten them. And it could have only been in the last five years. Do you, do you think that the only thing I can, the only thing, do you think maybe it's like launching a new, like, quiz show or, or whatever sort of entertainment show it is, it's such a hit and miss business anyway, that, they just take the most sort of vanilla pre presenter in Stephen Mulhern and just sort of chuck him into these shows. And then you get a real, you know, whether people don't either just don't like, he's a very 50, 50 sort of guy. So if the shows take off or not, it's all about the shows. It's not about the presenter. So someone could really like us. You could try a new young presenter um, and people could love the show, but actually go, oh, I hate that new presenter. Whereas yeah, true. Yeah. It's just sort of like a vanilla sort. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what a safe pair of hands. Yeah. They know. Yeah, yeah. And mate. then if the show really takes off, you can always replace him in the second season with someone, or two, you know, two or three seasons down the road with someone a bit more eccentric. So he's kind of like their, their test pilot. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Pilot being the key word there. Why is that the because it what? was planes? I don't know. Well, no, no, because like all the, these shows, so they're pretty much shows. just like pilots because they're crap. They, oh, they I crash see. after like. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, like really intelligent joke. I didn't expect anyone to get it. Yeah, so that's that. I did this like I've just thought about. Go on. Uh, Joel Dobbit, the next Stephen Mulhern. Oh, well, see, I don't know. I mm. think they could maybe... I don't know who that they is. They did invest in him, actually, weirdly. That was, a, that was actually a weird... They did that Masked Singer, didn't they? And they actually had Joel Dobbit host that. And yeah, so that seemed like Mulhern. a Stephen... Yeah, yeah. That was the Stephen Mulhern 
baby if ever I saw one. And now they've got, they've given him his own Sunday night show as well, Joel Domit, at the moment. He's like doing his, making his own show at home. Yeah, well, that's the thing that Stephen Mulhern had a lot of, was little shows like that, ITV2 Sunday night shows or whatever. But I didn't include them. These were just the big Saturday night shows I do. Um, yeah, that's how they groom you in. They go, they keep yeah. you on there. Yeah. Do you think that maybe Stephen Mulhern did something like horrific early on in his career and ITV agreed to cover it up if he would just do a load of crap shows for them like until one came, like one became successful? So every time he's turning up and he's like, He's actually a, like a raging alcoholic, lives in like a, a dump somewhere, and then he just sort of drags himself to the studio every week, and then they, they put a bit of makeup in, and he's like, oh, God, here we go again. Does a hello, everybody, he does the show, and then he's like, anyway, I'll see you next week, and like storms off back to his, his like den, wherever it is. You said a dump, initially. <laughs> <laughs> dump no, I don't den. know. I, don't think he, I, actually, I actually don't mind the guy, personally, but I just don't think, I just don't, I just don't think he's Saturday night. That's it. That's all, really. And I did a survey. I did a survey, and the results were over sixty percent of people were not a fan of him. Well, I was just a bit closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, but what people won't know is that I can actually see who voted for what. And so here you go. He's going to get troll sleep, troll bee slitherbelly out of his little viper's nest. Oh. Mr. Cool, too cool for school. Voted yes. He thought Stephen Morgan was a good presenter. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because yeah. he's trolling. That's he's trolling you. Yeah, oh, he's you just going to argue that he wanted to yeah. go against what he you thought yours was. Well, maybe I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I I, thought, I, I didn't vote in the poll, but I thought about voting yes for Stephen Mulhern just to ruin you. You ruin your career. Yeah. Well, that yeah. Well, it wouldn't have because there's so many votes. One vote was a drop in the ocean at that stage. But um, <laughs> yeah, troll would be Sliverbelly. He voted for that. He was a big fan. Yeah, I think it was. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it was about sixty-eight percent or something. Oh. So, there you go. So that's my thing. Basically, mm. uh, important, I suppose, not just it. Who would you? Um, who is your? If you could, is there a, a presenter out there at the moment that if Stephen Mohan wasn't getting all these shows, who you would like to see? Who you think is a set? Well, who's I, your example of I, a I good Saturday think, night? You obviously the gold standard right on deck. Like that's the gold standard. They're yeah. fantastic at what they do. You see them, you know it's Saturday night. You know, I just think that's great. I think they are obviously the creme de la creme. I like Dermot um, O'Leary. Dermot's great, but obviously, I think he's ITV now, isn't he? Oh, no, he's ITV for X Factor, yeah. yeah. So he's, yeah I, think, I think... he's Dermot, already got the big baby, isn't he, X Factor? He's yeah. too... Um, he's, he's brilliant and he's great with people, but I think he's too dramatic to do the Stephen Mulhern shows. I don't yeah, think he's very, do. uh, yeah, he's not super funny. I also no, don't think yeah. Dermot could be, like, the whole event. He works well that he presents and introduces and stuff, but being the actual star, I don't think would work as well with Dermot O'Leary. Yeah, it does become apparent if you listen to his Radio 2 show. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's quite a hard one because there are good people. I like Marvin and Michelle. I think they're great. But are they like, they're not, I think they're the, the warm-up. You know, they're the one before, they're, they're the programme before the main programme Saturday night. Yeah. You know, like they're, yeah. they're good, but they're not, they're not. Do you know, just quickly, just quickly, I was going to say, if we were a boardroom in an ITV boardroom now trying to decide who was going to go on the new show that we had, and if someone just said, now, should we just give it to Stephen Mohan? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's quite easy to just go. It's yeah, quite easy to just go. Yeah. He's already waiting in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. When really you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my gripe this week is, and I've put a lot of thought into this, I did the same thing again this week where I wasn't sure what my gripe was going to be until the very beginning of the show. And I've, this one's been on my list for a few weeks now, and I've decided this is going to be the big unveiling of it. And I think it's probably not going to go well, but we'll go with it anyway. Uh, my crop this week is Wensleydale cheese. Um, because, and here, here's what I think about Wensleydale cheese. 
uh, it's like cheddar, but it doesn't taste as good, and it's sweaty and crumbly, <laughs> and they have to put fruit in it for it to, for people to buy it. So no one's buying it for the cheese; they're buying it for the fruit. What's it all about? I've never tried Wednesday Dale cheese, so I'm not really much help on this gripe. Don't bother; it's gross. Like, so I'm... you buy like a cheese. The only time I've ever had it is in when you buy like a cheese selection at Christmas. And I'd rather have two red Leicesters than a red Leicester or a Wednesday Dale in there. I'd it's love just, to hear, um, as a cheese connoisseur, I'd love to hear Ed's take on Wednesday I Dale. do love cheese. And I would say that Wednesday Dale is probably one of the worst cheeses out there. It's no good. It's so sweaty. Why is it so sweaty? But crumbly. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's wet but dry. And there's always fruit in it. I've, like, I've had, I think there's probably the odd variety of like really good quality Wednesday Dale, which is actually delicious. Like maybe from Wensleydale or something. But every other Wensleydale cheese is just, like, awful. And the fruit in the cheese is awful. I hate that. It's you know what I don't like? <laughs> <laughs> it really gets on my nerves. Yeah. I couldn't put my finger on what Wensleydale tastes like. You can't, can't put your finger on? No, because it's so bland. But then it's also really sour. Is that because of the fruit, or is that you two are describing the same thing? <laughs> You're going, oh, it's really thick. He's going, it's really bland. You're going, yeah, it's really sour. You, he's but it, no, but it is. It's like bland and it sour. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It, like, it doesn't have flavour, but it's horrible, like in the back of your throat. <laughs> it's like it's a, it, I, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I know we sound like we're contradicting, but we are. <laughs> we are actually agreeing. <laughs> and that's why it's the worst thing in the world because it's so contradictory, <laughs> contradictorily bad. Especially as there's so many great cheeses. It can't be that hard. If I'm putting a cheese selection together, there's no, there's no way in hell I'm putting Wensley Dale in there. Why are they doing it? Because it's cheap, probably. Must be. What's it for? What, what, what would you use it for, mainly? So, if you've got no cheese left, you have to eat the Wensley Dale? No, not yeah. really. If you're starving to death, you can use it to prop open the door or something like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, think, I che- so. I don't, think, that, I don't think it's like a, a cooking cheese. I think it's definitely just a, like a cheese board cheese. So yeah. Why does um? Why does is this the one that Gromit absolutely loves? Yeah. And Wallace. I think is it? Does, I suppose yeah. he's a, but he's a dog, isn't he? I suppose so. You don't care. What does he know? Why? Um, so, well, you haven't, obviously you haven't seen the show because he's clearly the more switched on one. That's the joke. No, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I'm just quickly googling when's the recipes. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, go on more Wallace and Gromit chat. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It wasn't worth the story. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. I've just quickly googled Wensleydale recipes, and the first recipe that comes up is creamy courgette pasta with peas. No mention of Wensleydale, so it can't even be a major. It's not one of the main events. It's just like a little side thing they've put in there. Maybe we're missing a trick. Maybe you do have to cook it or something. Uh, let me just google it if you just because obviously I can't trust your googling because you're going to be biased against cheese. <laughs> I've just quickly googled why is Wensleydale so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wensleydale cheese. I don't. I think I obviously have had it at some point, but I don't. Um... Like, yeah, probably wouldn't remember because it's so dull. But every time you have a cheese selection and there's like a cheese with fruit in, it's always Wednesday now. So I wouldn't have Wednesday now and cranberry. Uh, I'll tell you something interesting. My my elder brother, Ben, Wednesday now is his number one most favorite cheese. Certainly was growing up. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's always been the worst of the oil (laughs) boils. Wow, what an interesting choice. Do you know why? 
I, I don't know if it still is because obviously he's grown up. But I remember when we were younger, it was always great because when, when there was like a selection of cheese, he would go like straight to the Wensleydale and I, I could just have my fill of all the other cheeses. Wow, that's mad. Mm. Well, we know it listen sometimes. Ben, get in touch if you do still love Wensley Dale. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll text him and get, and get him to, uh, to send us an email with his reasoning. Perfect, thank you. Well, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued to try it now, having not tried it before. I'm not a massive cheese eater, um, but I would, yeah, I'm definitely going to try it. You'll, you'll regret it. <laughs> Without being... Right, to be honest. Like, obviously, I know all cheese, theoretically, has gone off, because that's, like, the nature of cheese. But it tastes like it's gone off, like, in, <laughs> in, like, in, the, in the wrong way. If you got some cheddar, pushed some raisins into it, and left it out in the sun for a couple of weeks, that's what Wednesday does like. See, look, what you're describing is not at all what I'm finding online, like people are describing online. They're saying mild, light honey flavours. Like, that doesn't sound to me like old cheddar. With, like, yeah, they're only talking about the bits they like about it. They're not going to say to you online, oh, it's brilliantly gritty and it gets stuck in the back of your throat, are they? And you can't cut it with a knife because it just crumbles into little pieces. <laughs> For me to judge this properly, you're going to have to tell me a little bit about the cheeses that you do like then. What? Because you're saying, oh, it's so any, bland. I, it's any, so of bland. So, I'll any of the other ones. Any of the other ones. I'll eat any of them other than So, but I can't be that different to other cheeses, can it? Yeah. It's like a I rock. Because like, like, or chalk. It's from the Rockerport region. But you know when people say it's like, like chalk and cheese? Wednesdale's more like chalk than it is like cheese. <laughs> chalk and cheese. Yeah. Well, well, do you not like mature, extra mature cheddar then? I love extra mature cheddar. That's super crumbly. Yeah, but that's got the upsides of being really tasty and creamy. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's got all the worst bits of cheese. And it's so bad they have to put fruit in it. Everyone needs to try Wensleydale and fart out loud this week. <laughs> <laughs> not at the same time because that will yeah. that will skew the results <laughs> mm. I do, yeah it's hard for me to call it having not tried it I, yeah, it's hard it's a hard one for me to judge in hindsight yeah. I, I should have posted you all a little Wednesday down sample shouldn't I before <laughs> so <laughs> it wouldn't have been <laughs> <laughs> especially after being in the post for a few days as I, well <laughs> I probably would have tasted better to be honest yeah <laughs> But yeah, okay, all right, all right. Okay. I just well, so your problem is that it just that it exists. It's the fact that it's well, no, my problem isn't the fact that it exists. If I wouldn't have an issue of Wensleydale if it wasn't in every cheese selection ever, or like every time you ever get a cheese board, there's a Wensleydale. Right. So it's I just, just think, yeah, because like, it's such a weird choice that it's like it's always included. Like people somehow it's made its way into like the top five cheeses, and then if you ever get a cheese board, there's a Wensleydale in there. I just think it could so easily be swapped out for something that's actually nice. Like what? See, it's so, it's so nice. Any other cheese? I just Shit, want to know so- a bit more about your cheese. You're coming at me saying that Wednesday is the only cheese that you don't like and it's the, uh, any other cheese is fine. So I just wanted to hear your cheese review of a few other cheeses so I can gauge it properly. Well, if I had to pick five cheeses... Go on. Here are my cheeses. I would pick a cheddar. I'd pick a red Leicester. I'd pick a brie. I'd pick a Cambozola. And I'd pick a Stilton. Wait, that's oh. with you chose red Leicester. Yeah, I would lose red Leicester out of that just one. cheddar dyed red. No, it's much more nutty. No, it's not. It's literally just cheddar dyed red. No. I, yeah, yeah I, think, I think they use wine, don't they? You've just had cheddar twice, mate. Well, that's because I love it so much. I'd rather have <laughs> cheddar twice than have a Wednesday, though. 
the red Leicesters and the double Gloucesters like a low, low down in my list of cheeses that I like. Really? Yeah, I just think that I, I, I love obviously a Mexicana, but that's just cheddar with chilies in essentially. But that is a cracking cheese. Is um, as as not a, a big cheese connoisseur, I've always just assumed I've heard the name Wensdale. It's sort of part of the zeitgeist and sort of popular culture. I just assume that that's a really popular cheese. Is that right? Am I wrong on that? There are lots of people who really love it, and you're the outlier. I, or is it generally agreed that Wensdale is a shit cheese? I don't know. There might be people that really love it. Maybe it's a really acquired taste. I just think I, it's too like unique and specific to be included in like that wider range of things. I reckon it's uh, the Stephen Mulhern of the cheese world. Like whoever's <laughs> in charge of the cheeses is just trying to force it upon us. Like every cheese selection you get, it's always in there. One day we're just going to turn around and all love Wensidale. Just it tastes like it lives in a dump as well. <laughs> 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 all right. Mm. So there you go. I can tell you're not pleased about it, all of you. But... I, I have such conflicting emotions. Yeah. I love cheese. But I don't really like Wensdale. I'm so torn. What you, sh you should have, te you definitely should, yeah, you should have done, you should have texted us, and I could, we could have all gone out and got some Wensdale in the week for that, because that would have been good if we'd all tasted it at the same time. Because mm. I, I really don't know what it tastes like, really, off the top of my head. Could we achieve that next week? I'm sure I can get some Wensdale cheese before next week. Yeah, I do shop in Monday morning, so that'd be perfect for me. Yeah, I did my shopping this week. I'm just going to do quickly do some market research. Uh, Kaz? <laughs> do you like Wensleydale? <laughs> no, it's horrible. Too crumbly. Too crumbly. Doesn't like it. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I don't know about everyone else. I'm happy for Caroline to vote for you this week, Dan. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll take you. I'm hearing out of the four people I've been able to speak to in this time, I'm hearing 75% don't like it. And 25% doesn't know. Uh, I'm not really a big cheese guy anyway. I really look like, yeah. All right, okay, well then let's, let's vote. Let's start wrapping this baby up. Mm, um, can I go last? Because I really, I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit torn at the moment as well. Um, who, wait, how do we usually do it? Does Big Baby Ed vote first? No, I don't get a vote. Ed doesn't vote. Oh, of course. All right. Um, and then whoever gets voted for votes next. So one person starts and then whoever they vote for goes next. Well, I know who I'm going to vote for. I can start. Um, I'm going to vote for Dan. I don't really think I want to vote for more <laughs> farting in the world. Like, I just, that, that to me just seems crazy. Um, I, I can't really, the Wednesday Dale thing, I could have voted for, but I really don't know what I'd be voting for. I just don't have enough information, I'm afraid. Um, and I can't argue for poor internet connection. So it's, I'm going to have to vote for mm. you, Dan. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I can't vote for bad internet connection as well. I think it's, yeah, I think, like I said, now more than ever, actually, it's, it's really helped. It's really handy to have it. I think things will be a lot harder without it. And um, yeah, it's definitely a good thing that needs more investment and, and time and energy. Plenty. Um, cheese, I, I, yeah, I don't know, I can't really give an honest assessment as I don't really know whether it's good or not. But I'll get back to you next week and let you know how I think. So I'm just probably going to have to vote for the Stephen Mulhern just because he's trying his hardest, bless him. He's yeah, but, but remember, the thing wasn't with Stephen. 
The problem, should, uh, my gripe uh, wasn't with Stephen himself. himself. I could yeah. see this coming, by the way, Joe set up his gripe when he was very specific about what his problem was. <laughs> no, because I don't want people I going, think... oh, he's just, you, you know, he's just having a go at Stephen Mulhern publicly. Yeah, you're Mulhern no, bashing. No, no, no. We all know what it's no, about. No, I'm not. And I'm not. And I'm not having a go at him personally. You know, I like the guy. But, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I just think he turns out, he turns out, he's on time every day. He's got a smile on his face. I think it's, it must just be a heart. It must just be he's professional and it's just hard to get. You know, you can get a real out there, really um, jazzy presenter, but they're not going to turn up on time and they're not going to wear a nice suit and be able to do a magic trick and make the old ladies laugh. And I don't know, it's a tough one, but I think I'd have to vote for Joe. All right. Okay. Uh, just uh, only ever so slightly. But yeah. Um, well, I uh, was really on the fence, actually, um, until um, Joe made his vote. And he pointed out that it's really difficult to vote for bots. <laughs> yeah, I, reg- I regretted saying that, really, because I thought that was a bit of an ace. Well, really, just quickly, now. I should just, I should just say, me. I mean, I, my time has passed. But, um, yeah, it's more about, you know, I just it makes me sad thinking that there's 7 billion people in the world and with farts grumbling in their tummy that they want to let out. Yeah, that is true. I just, <laughs> I, I just can't. I don't, I don't think my life would be any better if everyone around me was just farting in front of me all the time. I think yeah. I'd, I'd enjoy that less. <laughs> yeah, fair so I'm, I'm going to have to vote against farts. <laughs> fair enough. But I thought it would be an interesting one, if nothing else. And um, I'm still going to fart regardless, so you can't stop me. <laughs> That's the beauty of the virtual <laughs> podcast, is it? That we don't know that you're farting. Through <laughs> yeah. It. But yeah, okay. Well, wah! Thank you. <laughs> Happy now? <laughs> I think I, I would have voted farts as well. I can't yeah. I can't um I can't see any argument for it really. That was always gonna be an uphill battle, mate, for in for <laughs> disgusting yeah. that falls out of people's bums. Like, yeah, that was <laughs> always... No, but I enjoy I enjoy a challenge. I thought I'd give it a go. Give it a honest try. All right, well let's do oh, yeah. um Edible's good news of the week, and uh, and then and then we'll and then we'll go. Good news of the week. Good news of the week. Good news. Good news of the week. Here we are. My good news of the week. So, following on from last week's. Um, sort of sci-fi, artificial intelligence, looking to the future. Good news. For the first time, (laughs) researchers make plants that glow sustainably and they could one day light up your homes. Glow with an L. (laughs) Glow, not grow. Glow, as in you will have plants lighting your home. Although glowing plants may seem like a work of science fiction, Researchers have succeeded in creating plants that produce their own vis- visible luminescence, and they say the possibilities, possibilities for how we can use these plants are endless. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Inserting DNA obtained from mushrooms, the scientists were able to create plants that glow much brighter than previously possible. Um, the biological light can be used by scientists for observing the inner workings of plants, in contrast to other commonly used forms of bioluminescence, such as from fireflies, Unique chemical reagents are not necessary for sustaining mushroom bioluminescence. In other words, plants containing the mushroom DNA glow t- continuously throughout their life cycle, from seedling 
to maturity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so lighting right now consumes a vast portion of our energy demand, approaching close to 20% of our global energy consumption, generating two gigatons of carbon dioxide per year. Consider that the plants replace more than just the lamp on your desk. There's an enormous energy footprint that could potentially be replaced by the light-emitting plants. And it will look cool. I really like it. Hmm. How do you turn them off? Um, just cover them I've, up, I guess. Snip it, cut it. Kill it at the end <laughs> of every day. Yeah, just buy a new, buy a new one every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they, they glow only when it's dark. So so they'll turn off in the day. <laughs> we, all, we all sleep in the day and we all work at night by the light of bioluminescence. That's a good question. Um could I just work don't... by the light of the sun, mate. You could just work by the light of the sun. Just think <laughs> because that's when it's brightest, isn't it? What you just sleep when it's dark, you mean? Yeah. And then just work when it's light. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect system. Yeah. That is a good system actually. Oh no, um, I like that. Yeah. Cool gimmick. I also I really like the aesthetic of not having a light bulb in the ceiling, but just having like a little tree or something that's growing down. Have a look, cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess you would you wouldn't probably use them throughout your house, but maybe as like a, a side lamp in your lounge or in your in your dining room. Be really nice to sit there with a little glowing peace lily or whatever. Nice. There you go. That's yeah. that's the good news. Well, hopefully this is a step towards a uh, lower carbon footprint and. Uh, lower emissions fingers nice. crossed me every day we're just hoping we get a bit closer don't we or do we get further away join us next week we'll find out we'll dig <laughs> a bit deeper into this and we'll find out and are we all going to try some Wensleydale between now and the next show yeah I've put it on my shopping list actually cheese selection including Wensleydale let's do it I'll do it I'll eat a kilo of the stuff live <laughs> next week so join in <laughs> yeah and emails 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 please people yeah, if we don't not get an email, email, yeah, if we don't get an email this week, I'll, I will not be accountable for what. I, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, then I'm never doing the show again. So good luck, guys. No, that might encourage people not to email in. Just email. <laughs> if we don't get any emails, we're going to delete the episode, episode thirteen, Squid Pennies, the most popular episode. Yeah, <laughs> and we know they're all listening to that over and over and over again. <laughs> not listening to the new the, stuff. Uh, the most popular episode in it is the episode about Ed. Oh, you're breaking my heart. No, oh, no, it is. The stats don't lie, baby. I said it was refreshing, a bit more, you know, a bit lighter, you know. <laughs> I could leave again. I could have eaten my soup warm. Now I've got to eat it cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's quite posh, uh, cold soup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Gazpacho. Yeah, eating called? gazpacho in your uh, collaborate, collaboration onesie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you say I'm a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. Thanks very much for listening. See you next week. Bye. 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 I don't know why I wave. Yeah, I do. Wait. You know what I don't like? Oh, yeah, don't really get on my nerves. So annoying. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Stop being a big baby.